thank you for having me. Oh my god, it's such a joy that you've come in to see us, uh, Radio Stoke. I mean, you are just leading the way. What made you think this? Is, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get a podcast together. So I've always loved radio. I studied it at college and university, and I've always been an advocate for disability, having dyspraxia and autism. So I thought it was a no-brainer just bringing them two together. Seeing as though I love podcasting and. I'm big on advocacy, yeah. What is dyspraxia? So it's a developmental condition. I'm glad you said it. I know I'm thinking you say it, not me, but we're with with you. So it affects development. So it affects your coordination, slow processing. I struggle with distance, so I struggle crossing the road because I can't tell the difference if a car's close or far away. It's trying to actually imagine what that is like to happen. So you would go to cross the road and you can't judge... how far literally you've got to go i really struggle to judge so when i'm on my own crossing a road i make sure either there's like no cars or i'm pretty sure it's quite far away yeah is this since you were little were you aware of the difference in you you were thinking hang on this doesn't feel quite right so i was diagnosed at seven so with the dyspraxia it's all i've really known like my parents are pretty my parents were open were telling me about my dyspraxia and although i'm different i can still do whatever i want to do it might just take a little bit longer but it doesn't mean i can't do anything it's amazing that you're speaking about this as well because i think all of us we're quite hard on ourselves aren't we like my illness comes under invisible disability to be honest it's like i've had it for about 20 years those stickers didn't start going onto toilets or those posters didn't start going up till about it was probably would you say about five or six years ago yeah it's like how would you know if somebody needed help or or were different i'm not sure it's You'd have to ask, but then it's rude to ask at the same time. Yeah. So we're kind of stuck, aren't we? So what are the conversations you're having on the podcast? Because this is probably going to open it up and make it easier for people. I think when I have interviewees, I ask them from their point of view, how would they describe their disability? And sort of just talk about how to make life easier for themselves. Or if I'm talking about my autism or dyspraxia, I talk about the adjustments that I make. Would you mind telling us some of those, like some of the adjustments that you have to make? Something that I've done recently is I really struggle with um, object permanency. So say if you put, if you're putting something in a cupboard, I'll forget it's in there. So I can write like notes and like stick it on the cupboard. So it's memory. Yeah, memory. Is that the autism side? I think it's more with dyspraxia. I'm not too bad now, but when I was younger, I was very forgetful of my short-term memory. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I guess trying to work out why it's happening. And yeah. what you'll be doing today is like helping so many people just yeah. by having this conversation. Is that why you wanted to start the podcast? Yeah, I think so. Just bring more awareness to disability. The people that you talk to yeah. as well, what do they struggle with the most? I think a topic that has come up a lot on what people struggle with is driving. I think I made a post not too long ago about driving. I think I'm not going to partake in driving because of the distance and struggling in coordination. And a lot of people have said that they would struggle and finding other accommodations. I think it's mainly coordination with the dyspraxia. Yeah, Yeah. it's funny you bring up driving. That was the first thing. So I was 26 when I I was in a wheelchair then for about, probably about six months, um, first time I was ill. And that's the first thing they said to me, um, you will never be able to drive. And I think with anything we all go through in life, there's two ways in any situation, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, my God, how am I going to get anywhere? 
swear I hate it and upsetting myself and getting really angry about it. Yeah. For me, it's like I'm well, I'm nearly 50. Uh, I'm 23 years on from being told that. And yeah. I was having lessons at the time. I now would say it probably took me a few years to go, well, I love getting the train. Yeah. Taxis. There's buses, and I've never known any different. So for me, it's like I've looked at it as it's okay. It hasn't affected my life. Do you think that's quite important? Instead of going, I can't do that. It's almost like, what can I do instead? Yeah, definitely. I found, although it's like nice to have my parents drop me off. Still is for me. (laughs) (laughs) If I can find other areas, like taking the bus or the train where I can be independent and still not affecting my life, I I do find it quite nice. Yeah, I guess it's the positivity of what can I do, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. So for me, I went through a diagnosis at 26. Is yours been quite recent? I didn't have a clue I had autism until the past year, until I was talking about my dyspraxia. And a few people said to me, that doesn't sound like dyspraxia, that sounds like autism. So I sort of went on a self-discovery, got diagnosed, and it's how life's been. <laughs> I bet you can't believe it, can you? Do you? Are you thinking, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't know this up until 24? Or is it making sense now of what's been happening? It's made sense in so many ways, so... There's been lots of experiences which I thought, well, that's just dyspraxia, at like not giving eye contact, struggling, going places. And it's just making sense that it's not dyspraxia, it's autism. But I didn't know any different at the time. For anybody listening now that is questioning themselves, what would you advise them to do? If you're unsure, I'd say do not have lots of information on social media. The NHS website has got a good brief outline. How do you feel now you've had the diagnosis? I feel a lot better. I feel more reassured. Before having the diagnosis, I was questioning, is it just in my mind? Have I got autism? But it just gives me some security, I feel, in that I know myself a lot better. I'm so pleased to hear that, and you're an amazing person. Thank Look you. at your beautiful <laughs> smile that you just brought so much joy to us uh, at Radio Stoke. And for anybody listening, how do we find your podcast? So my podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and it's called Let's Talk Disability.